Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another podcast in Traders Hub. Okay. With our set show, Traders Talk Time. So tonight, we have a very special guest joining us, Mr. James Livingstone. Okay. And not only with James being a seasoned trader, personally, I learned a lot from James. What I really appreciate is he's always open to sharing his knowledge. Okay not being selfish, being even such a great expert in the field of trading. Okay, I personally learned a lot from James. I still go to him with questions, okay, which I always get great answers from. And just to give a brief introduction about James, he has years of experience trading large capsules and indexes, as well as futures and currency markets or Forex. So Given the years he has been trading and looking at his success rate, he has not only honed his skills at an exceptional level, but what sets him apart is his exceptional ability to spot trends and patterns. Okay, That consistently allows him to stay ahead of the game. Like when we are pondering like where the market may make the next move, okay, he has it already mapped out. Okay, So that's an amazing ability I have seen in him, knowing him over the years. So let's get on with his keen insights on market dynamics combined with his understanding and technical analysis that what makes him such a great trader. So we will delve more on the psychological or the emotional side of trading today. And thank you once again, James, for being with us today. Yeah, not a problem. Thanks for having me. Yep. So do you want to say a few words about yourself to introduce? Yeah. I guess I said a few. <laughs> yeah, no, you actually, uh, you started off pretty, pretty nicely. I do appreciate the the comments there. Um, you know, I'm always like I was telling you guys before we started recording this. I'm just I'm always here to help people. Um, you know, matter no, no matter where you're from, you know, etc. If you're in the Discord that we have, our, our team in Alpha Trading um, or Alpha Stocks Lab, rather, uh, or if you're just a random you know person, I'm always down to help. So you know, whatever I can do. At the end of the day, you know, we're all in this roller coaster journey. Uh, that we call trading. So, you know, I'm, I'm just all about helping. Um, but yeah, no, I think it, I, I do appreciate the introduction there and, you know, kind of telling people a little bit about myself. Um, you know, I have been trading for the, the better part of the last, I think it's been about four years now, um, or just about four years myself. So, you know, I've been trading since pretty much everyone else around 2020, uh, when, you know, COVID hit and everyone was, you know, sitting on their couch doing nothing, but, you know, finding a way to make money essentially. Um, and I came across trading and, you know, trading ever since is kind of, I, I would say it's a, it's sometimes an unhealthy obsession, um, you know, if you will, as far as how, how much screen time I spend, but ultimately, you know, all that screen time has led me to, you know, where I'm at right now, where I feel pretty confident and in, in my ability, um, you know, but the, the main gist of, you know, this whole, this whole episode we're going over is just, um, you know, the emotional side, the psychological side, like you spoke about. And, uh, I feel like, you know, I've, I've went through the ups and downs. I still, you know, to this day, go through the ups and downs as we all do. And like I said, if, if I can help out anyone in any way, um, just to help them understand it, like we all go through this, this is part of the process, but at the end of the day, the biggest thing is not giving up. Um, and, and keep going because you're, you're literally like a corner, you're right around the corner from, from making this happen. Um, so yeah, that's just a, I guess a brief little touch on me. Uh, thank you, James. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So as you mentioned, okay, 
that we all know about charts, about trends, about patterns. Okay, but given your experience as a trader, okay, the ups and downs that you mentioned, how would you say like, what are the emotional aspects of trading, right? Because like we all heard that after a certain level, trading is all psychological. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the biggest thing with with trading is like you can be you can be like the most knowledgeable person in terms of the technicals, um, knowing you know this EMA, that EMA, this pattern, that that you know support resistance. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing that comes into play is when you go to hit that buy or sell button, whether you're going long or short, you need to be absolutely confident in your decision based on the analysis you did, but also, you know, there's a certain, there's a level of risk that comes in and the risk management that a lot of people, especially new traders um, and even seasoned traders, you know, go through it where, you know, we have lapses where we have certain days, you know, X number of days in a row where, you know, our emotions are set, you know, we're locked in. And then all of a sudden, boom, one day, one day is all it takes guys to, you know, lose a week's worth, a month's worth of, of gains, um, you know, it's happened to me. It's happened to, I've, I've talked to many people this happened to as well. And it really comes down to the emotional aspect of it. I mean, uh, whether it's being confident in the play that you're in the trade that you're in, uh, based on your due diligence that you did and being confident, not, you know, paper handing, if you will. But at the same time, that comes down to how much did you risk? You know, did you put 50% of your account into one play or did you put 5% of your account into one play? You know, there's a big difference and, and you'll be able to feel it differently when you, when you do that. Um, so I guess that's, that's the part that like, I, I really try to hone in because you, like I said, you can be the best trader there is when it comes to finding these patterns, finding these, these technical movements. Um, but if you can't manage your own emotions, then all that goes out the window. I mean, realistically, trading is, if you really want to put it in percentage, I'd say it's it's like 30% technical, 70% emotional. I mean, it is like, you, you really got to have your emotions in check, um, you know, going into a trade. I just can't agree more with you. I would actually put it like 80-20 if you tell me. Okay, mm -hmm. so we're very close on that. And the two main emotions, if we break it down, James, are like fear and greed. Right. So absolutely. Would you be going on a bit more for our listeners on that, specifically for fear and greed, how those can impact like and how those can become emotional challenges day in, day out? And how do you overcome those? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, definitely can be a challenge day in and day out, you know, whether you're trading penny stocks, options, uh, futures, forex, you know, whatever, whatever asset you're trading. Um, you're always going to run into the issue of greed. You know, greed is the one thing that a lot of us, you know, we always, it always pops up and you just got to know when to um, kind of cool it down and stop it. The best thing that I've learned in my trading experience with greed is once you start feeling like, like if you're green in your play, whether it's long or short, once you start getting that feeling of, um, you know, I want a little bit more or, well, maybe if it hits this spot, that's about where you should just call it and take profit. 
Um, because as soon as you start feeling that, that's when greed starts seeping in and that leads you, you know, to be, let's just say, for example, you, you had proper risk management, you risk like 10%, um, max of your account on one certain play, you're up 10%, 10, 15%, you know, and then you start feeling that, well, maybe if it just hits 20%, then, then I'll take profits. That's when greed starts coming in. At that point, you should probably just take profit. Um, you know, a lot of people, myself included, sometimes we get locked up in this. You got to see that 25, 30, 50, 100 percent, 400 percent gainers, um, you know, and it's just not like that all the time. You know, these base hits, those 10 um, five, 10, 15 percent, those add up quick. And honestly, taking those trades and taking those small gains uh, over time will make you a more disciplined and better trader in the long run. Um, so I, I highly recommend that. Now, as far as the fear aspect, again, this all kind of boils back down to the risk factor. You know, risk is is something that a lot of people talk about, but not a lot of people follow and and you know, listen to their self with, you know, when you go into a trade, you need to have some sort of a plan, you know, whether it's I'm taking at this entry because uh, this pullback, you know, because of this level, the support or resistance spot, like you have to have an, an idea of why you're entering where you're entering. And then you need an exit plan too, both if it goes opposite and when it goes, you know, the direction you're predicting, you, you can't win them all. So you have to have a plan fear starts to come in again when that risk is off you know when you start adding on additional risk let's say it starts going in the opposite direction you're already in so you start to average down and then you start adding to your position your risk gets much larger that's when fear starts setting in because you start to question you know your plan was i right was i wrong at that point when you start questioning you really should again just cut it stop walk away reset you know, get back to the basics um, and really just kind of call it quits for the time being. Um, you know, managing that is is huge in this game, you know, for the longevity of it, for you to last long in this, you do have to have that proper plan in place and, you know, manage the greed and fear accordingly. Yeah, that's very true. Okay, that one thing I personally figured out, like going into a trade with a plan, okay, that you know why you are going into a trade, like what you mentioned, okay, what is your stop? What is your profit target potentially? That really helps to elevate a lot of fear. And I also appreciate the other thing that you mentioned, like, yep, if you're fearful in a trade, you should just get the, get out of it, okay? Absolutely. Yeah, if make an entry and the next moment you're doubting yourself, best it to cut it at break even or to get out instead of like waiting to see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cause at the end of the day, you know, you live the always the saying that I kind of live by every time is, you know, live to trade another day. You know, once you, once you start to feel those things that in greed or fear, just cut it, you know, at that point you're, you're emotional with the trade, cut out of it, get rid of it, you know, reset, walk away, go get some coffee, you know, go do something else, walk around, take some, some fresh air and then come back, reset rethink you know there's always another trade whether it's that day the next day you know there will always be another trade these very gains true. compound very true and the other thing i really liked what you mentioned about the base hits like taking five percent to ten percent a day that's actually a good thing to do right like there are 20 trading days a month so if i'm making five percent a day any given month i'm literally doubling up my capital 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. When people put it like pen to paper, like I encourage a lot of people, I did it one time where I I literally took $200 and I just, you know, multiplied it by 5% per day. And when you really look at it, you realize, excuse me, you realize that over the course of like three weeks or so now, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but like your number goes from, you know, let's just say the $200 example, you make 5% a day, 5% on the account, not 5% on 200, but 5% on the account every single day, you know, you've just about tripled that account in a matter of two to three weeks. I, I believe my math is correct. Um, and then, you know, that just keeps compounding. You figure, you know, a couple months later, next thing you know, you're, your, your account is massive and it all comes down to just being disciplined, you know, and taking those, those compound compounding those gains rather. Um, and they really add up, you know, the, the biggest thing with people is they get greedy. They, they see other people making these huge gains, getting thousands and thousands of dollars. But the thing that they don't understand is they're at a different point in their trading career, not only are they at a different point, but they most likely have a different size capital that they're working with. Yeah. You know, you'll get there. Everyone will get there one day if you follow the rules and keep your plan, you know, intact. Thank you, James, for elaborating on that. Okay, so moving on to our next topic. I'm sure like every other trader, there are lots of bumps in your road, okay? And we do hope that it's not regular, but still sometimes you do take losses, right? Absolutely. How do you manage those losses? Okay, because losses can be extremely emotionally challenging, especially if there is a big drawdown on your entire portfolio. So do you have any advices for our listeners on how to manage their emotions when facing losses? Okay, and how to maintain discipline, especially in the face of big loss? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the biggest thing that I can recommend is if you take a pretty big hit on your account, let's just say, you know, your the plan goes out the window, you're managing a $5,000 account. Next thing you know, you take a trade and it just starts going south. You average down, you average down, you average down, um, or, you know, vice versa, the position you're in um, or going for, let's just say you keep averaging down. And next thing you know, you know, your account, you just took a $4,000 hit. You know, you lost 80% in one, one day, one, one trading session. Um, the biggest thing that I can recommend and, and the thing that I've done in the past when I've had huge losses is, you know, just take a break. I mean, honestly, like all things trading related, you know, keep an eye, you can still keep an eye on the market daily in terms of or every other day and just see where the market's at, you know, in terms of, you know, SPY, QQQ, all the index indices, um, you know, et cetera, just to keep an eye on where the market's headed and have an idea, still be part of the, the game, if you will. But you really, at that point, when you take a loss like that, you, you should take a break, um, you know, and I mean like a, a decent break, like at least a two to three week break, in my opinion, that, that allows the brain to reset, um, allows you to get your emotions in check. Um, the, the biggest thing I can recommend really is just, just taking a break, you know, take a break from trading, uh, go do something else, you know, enjoy life for a little bit and then come back when you feel like you're ready, you know, come back when you feel like you're ready to start implementing your plan. When you feel like you're, you're ready to start, you know, stay in the course. Um, that's really the, the, the best thing you can do is just to take a break. Thank you, James. Okay. So the next question I would like to ask you is like, especially this is for our listeners who are new to trading. 
Okay. What does it take to develop that trading mindset that we can't be you in like a year or something? Okay. You have years of experience doing this. Okay. So what do you have the best recommendations or the suggestions you can give to develop the trading mindset? Um, the biggest thing that I can recommend, honestly, is like, when you keep everything else in your life, um, kind of, you know, planned, um, you know, organized, you know, just keeping your life outside of trading, organized, fulfilled, um, etc. You know, if you're in a bad financial position, you know, in real life outside of your trading account, um, you know, maybe that's not a good time to be trading. Because again, if you're in a bad financial position, all you're going to be really thinking about while you're trading is making money. And like, while money will come, and money will come over time, you're going to push it to come faster, which is going to lead you to making risk, um, you know, bad risk decisions. And next thing you know, you're going to blow your account. So it's, it's really comes down to, I, I think, just um, having your whole life kind of you don't have to have your life all figured out by any means, like in terms of that, but you know what I mean? And keep, keep absolutely. Your, it's, yeah. you just want to keep your life organized. You know, if you work out, if you, if you do any kind of workouts or something like that, you know, keep that consistent consistency in your life with whatever you're doing outside of trading will get back to your trading one way or another, maybe not directly, but indirectly you will start doing you know, things a little bit more disciplined in terms of, um, you know, in your training path, let's just say, you know, one week you decide, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. You know, when you go to the gym or, or you work out, you know, you're, you're disciplined, you're keeping yourself in the same game plan daily or, or by, you know, every other day, however often you do it. And the same thing will come into trading. You know, you'll get into a trade at the spot that you want to get in because you know that price that you're getting in at is the right entry um, or the best entry you possibly can get in at, you know, things like that, like little things like, you know, making sure the house is clean, you know, little things like that will, will follow through. That's a through. great way of putting it in, James. Okay, like most of us have probably never thought of it in this manner. But like you just nailed it, I would say, okay, that putting yeah. that long-term perspective, putting that consistency in life or stability in life, I think that's a proper word, yeah. okay, is very important. That's a great, great yeah. suggestion for our listeners and traders of Ninja. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yep. it really comes down to like, if, if your life outside of trading is, is, um, you know, fulfilled is, is in place in line, you know, everything else will fall into place when it comes to trading them, because you'll listen to your rules, you know, you're already consistent in outside of trading life stuff, you know, once you get into trading, it's going to translate over. So, you know, making sure that you're just, you know, you can't be lazy, you can't be, you can't slouch off, um, or slack off rather, um, outside of trading because it'll come, it'll come in with your trading, you know, involuntarily and, and probably unnoticeable to you. But, you know, over time, as you diagnose, you know, your, your losses, your wins, you know, look over your st uh, statistics, you'll notice that like weeks where you were lazy are also most likely going to be weeks where you had bad weeks in trading because, you know, it, it all rolls together. It's it trading becomes your life in a way. So, you, you know, you got to treat it with the same consistency you treat your life. Exactly. And trading itself can be stressful at times. So if you're being like additional emotional baggage or stress to it, 
mm-hmm. okay, from outside factors, that definitely impacts not only your trading, but your mental health to a large extent. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. It can be very emotionally draining. I think that's something that we never consider. We just look at the profits. We think like, yep, people like James is so successful. Okay, he or that person I saw on YouTube is so successful. But then again, we all need to think that it took a lot of hard work, a lot of grinding to get to that place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I lost a lot, I lost a lot of money leading up to this. You know, I'm finally getting to the point where I'm I'm starting to get close to break even um, or a little bit further. So, you know, it's, it's been a journey, you know, I'm, I'm very happy with where I'm at right now because, you know, it, it, I feel like everything's starting to click. Um, but it hasn't always been this way. I mean, this took almost four years, you know, people expect to get into trading and be, and be, you know, a millionaire within three months. It's like, it just doesn't work like that. Well, think of it. If you go to college, right. It takes minimum four years to get a degree, right. Yep. yep. So, I mean, we should look at it from that perspective. Sure. And the other thing that we should also consider is like the market is not going anywhere, right? Like this is something that I personally learned from you and I'm very grateful for it, right? Not to rush in a trade, okay? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the moment you can take out the fear of missing out or FOMO, I think that really impacts, okay? And that brings me to another question, James. How would you say that when should a trader or how a trader should find the right balance between emotions and analytical thinking or analysis to be successful in trading? Yeah. Um, I will admit it, it is tough, you know, to find the, the happy balance between, you know, obviously uh, technical trading and then also balancing, like you said, the emotions. I think the, the only thing you can really do to help balance that is, is again, when it comes down to risk, you know, which, what you're risking, you know, when you get into a trade, you get into it because you have a plan, whether it's, you know, let's just say, you know, X stock has um, a bull flag formation, you know, a, a very bullish formation, you know, you get into that trade thinking, well, it's got to be bullish, it's got to go up. Um, so when you when you hop into that trade, you need to hop in with the risk, you know, the risk proper, you know, so maybe hopping with 5% to 10% of the account, like normal. Um, but then you have to have a designated, you know, stop, you know, what you need to have a backup plan in terms of what happens when that bull flag fails, what happens when the buyers don't follow through on that bull flag? Um, you know, what's the next spot below that would be a good spot to cut it if we broke down below that? Um, it's the same thing for the upside, you know, where, where's my exit? Um, but you always, no matter what, you know, if your indicators, if everything you're looking at technical wise is saying that the stock is going to go down, but there's a bull flag, you know, you need to find that happy balance of, um, being realistic and cutting and again, living to trade another day. That's the biggest thing. And I, I, I really, really push everyone to think about that the next time that they see their account starting to go red or see a trade starting to go in the red direction, you know, start to really think like live to trade another day ingrain that in your head, because when it starts to go red and you see that 10% loss, 15% loss, you know, maybe at that point, maybe your plan was wrong and it's okay to be wrong. You know, we're not all perfect. You know, most of us have a sub 80%, sub 75% win rate. You know, it's, it's not about winning them all. It's just about winning more than you lose. 
very true and very well said okay so that is very very well said and the other thing is like i think there is no substitute of screen time okay like the amount of time we look at the screen okay try to analyze the trade that really helps okay at trader sub ninja there are lots of great resources to help to get going with that okay to learn the basics okay to have the indicators and in that but then again like the actual screen time there is no replacement for that so can we have your opinion on that james yeah you mean as far as screen time yep yeah so there you're you're absolutely right and you, you hit the nail um on the head there there's there's no replacement for screen time i mean at the end of the day you can't just expect to hop into the market you know open up your your uh, thinkorswim weeble Robinhood, whatever app you use uh, for futures trading, Ninja Trader, um, Forex, you know, it's a MetaTrader, any of that. You can't expect to open up your trading app and just hop right back into it or hop into a play without having proper screen time, um, you know, beforehand. Not only the day that you're planning to place trades, you should be looking at the screen, planning out your trade before you even take it, before you even consider taking it, but also, you know, at night. You know when when the when the markets are closed or, or regular markets are closed, you should be studying these charts. You know, seeing why what happened happened. Um, you know, and not not just hopping in blindly. You know, at the end of the day, screen time is super valuable and it only comes with time. Um, but eventually, you'll get to the point where it's just second nature. You know, you'll see stuff, you'll, you'll hop into the charts. You'll be able to plot your support and resistance lines. You'll be able to see the breaks, um, spot these trend lines, the patterns, et cetera. Everything will start to come naturally. It's like a muscle memory. It is, but the only way you can get it is with screen time. You have to, you have to put in screen time. Now I'm not saying you have to look at, you know, charts every single day, you know, all day long, but you should set a time, set aside some time, uh, if not daily, like every other day or so to just really look over the market and diagnose, you know, analyze everything. Um, cause believe it or not, technical analysis is a huge part. You know, there's news oh, hold on a second. Sure. So just to fill up on that. Okay. We do have some great resources. Okay. Indicators, videos on technical analysis in trader sub ninja. So, Please feel free to enjoy the full benefits of those. Right, hold on a second. <laughs> My sure. son's here. Yeah. Okay. Jasper, can you go for with mommy real quick? No, I don't want to. <laughs> I think we can hear a future trader right there. <laughs> yep. This is my, my son Jasper. He's here with his uh with his cars, his shoes and his phone. Listen to them. <laughs> and I'm sure he's getting great advice from his dad. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much, James, for being with us tonight. Okay. And saying your words of wisdom for our listeners. Okay. And any final words for our listeners in Traders of Ninja? Oh, my apologies. Um, I muted myself so you can hear my kiddo. <laughs> okay. Here, go, go with mommy real quick. Can you go to mommy real quick? Go show mommy the bird. He's silly. Anyways, all right. Uh, please excuse my kiddo here real quick. But anyways, hey, absolutely. It's fine. Okay, we yeah. all have kids, yeah. So no, any final words for our listeners in Trader Sub Ninja? Yeah, so I mean, the, the biggest thing, you know, that I want to just leave you guys all on is, 
you know, at the end of the day, pa- patience is king. You know, patience and compounding, guys. You know, when it comes to trading, we don't have to hit again those hundred percenters, two hundred percenters every single day. They they'll come and go. You'll have a day where you'll get one. Um, you'll have a day where you lose one. You know, so they come and go. The biggest thing is let's compound those gains, 5, 10, 15%. Learn to fall in love with taking those gains because over time they will add up. Um, you know, and again, with the emotional aspect of this, you know, try again to keep everything outside of trading life, you know, complete, fulfilled. Make sure that everything outside of trading is good. You know, financially, everything is solid. You're not struggling for money. You're not doing this for money because if you do this for money, you will lose. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's generally, you know, in terms of uh, what to leave you guys with. Just wanted to make sure that everyone knows, you know, compound those gains. Live to trade another day. Remember those two sayings. Thank you so much, James. Okay. And thank you for being with us in Trader Sub Ninja for this episode. Okay. So have a good night. And thank you once again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys.